Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Roundtable Sports Podcast. I am your host, John Newman, and I don't have anybody with me today, but the co-host search is heating up. If you would like to apply, go on Facebook, type in at Talk More Sports, and submit your resume. Today, we are going to be talking about the Chiefs losing the Super Bowl, yes, I know I came out and I was saying that uh, Tom Brady could run, but he couldn't hide. Well, he didn't have to hide. His team was able to take care of business against my Kansas City Chiefs. Pains me pains me a little bit to say that. I'm a little disappointed, upset, not depressed about it, though, because there is green grass ahead of us. We will see some more good football here in Kansas City as long as Mahomes and Andy Reid are in town. We will see some good football here in Kansas City. I wanted to start this podcast off. This one's all about Kansas City. It's for Kansas City. Um, And for the UFC fans, for our UFC listeners, you know my guy Julian Marquez. Uh, I say my guy, not really my guy. I don't know the guy. But he's from Kansas City, KC guy. That makes it, you know, that makes him somebody that I'm always going to root for, especially those guys at Glory MMA and Fitness, um, and all the guys from Lee Summit to where I live uh, that train in martial arts, uh, all the way out to Junction City even, with Bobby Lashley and his short run in MMA. Always, always rooting for the for the Midwest region in, in mixed martial arts. Um Big time guillotine choke. If you guys didn't get a chance to watch that, they, he had uh, Mackie Patolo up against the fence and uh, hit him with the knee. The shot came in, takedown shot came in, and he just he just wrestled him, just wrestled him, straight up guillotined him. One of the best gillies I've seen in a long time. Uh, and seriously, you guys saw he saw the comments that you said and then did you guys listen to him in the post-fight press conference if you didn't it was basically along the lines hang on he posted it on his instagram so i'm gonna go ahead i'm gonna play that little bit here on this podcast just one second let me get this pulled up guys uh but basically it was just like if you don't like me then i don't give a fuck it's fuck you he does it for the people who actually care about the sport, who actually root for him. He's not here to make Conor McGregor-level fans or money. Because that's just, you know, you've seen what happened to McGregor. The big, massive fall-off he's had. Oh, such a huge fall-off for a guy. He's still a billionaire, you know? But even at that, it doesn't change the fact that he has been an ass-clown in public in the past. Uh, Julian, he, at, at welterweight... <clears throat> is a very, very tough competitor, and he's only getting better. Um, Conor McGregor, he had it all, and we're always going to be saying, what could Conor have been if he didn't go and take that Floyd Mayweather fight? He took that money boxing match, and maybe he possibly, you know, he relinquished the belt. Khabib came in and, and took care of business. Here we go. This is what Julian had to say about you ass clowns out there on Twitter. Best way to explain it is fuck everybody. 
You know what I mean? Like, everybody's going to tell you, oh, you shouldn't do this. Oh, you should do this. Oh, you should do this. Don't do that. And it just gets to the point where it's like, who are you? Like, what have you done? You know, like, you're going to tell me to do this. You can give me advice, but you, you listen to everybody. You listen to the comments. You try to veer away from making people feel offended or making people feel um, some type of way. And it's got to the point where it's like, no matter what, if I sit here on stage with uh, an amazing T-shirt or a sweatshirt, someone's going to hate me for the clothes that I wear. So, like, I can't please... Yeah, exactly. You guys are just haters. Most of you guys have so much vitriol in your freaking fanhood. I, I don't know what sports you guys come from watching that... that that make you think that you're like your opinion and your and your shit talk is in any way classy or or funny. It's just stupid. Most of it's just absolutely and utterly stupid. Um, but there are some guys who make some stupid shit that's funny that everybody likes. And in my opinion, that there there are some guys that do that stuff. But there's just not there's not. Uh, it's not the way to set the example to be a mixed martial arts fan. You don't want people talking shit on these fighters. Then they're not going to want to fight anywhere near these cities or where these tweets are coming from. Did you guys even stop to think about that when you were listening to Julian's message? That you might have actually accidentally left your uh, location on from that time you went on vacation. Wow, there's an autograph section in this uh, Chiefs book that I'm looking at. And... Uh, my wheels are spinning. It will be of. Uh, it will be a good year. It will be a good year if we can get up to St. Joseph and do the training camp, and all that good stuff. Um, all right. Enough with the UFC lead-in, with the UFC run-in. Um, if I have any predictions, if I have any convictions, I will make sure to let you guys know of those. Um, here we go. This was the 2019 preseason presser from 1510 Kansas City, 810 WHB, the power of sports. Um, <clears throat> Andy Reid said, on Patrick Mahomes' desire to improve, one thing about him is he's real about himself and he wants to be great. So you have to be able to do that. You've got to be able to look at it in a humble manner and take it all in and correct it. And he's on a mission to do that. Later that season, they go on and they win the world championship, the Super Bowl. This season, was he as humble? I don't know. It, it, would, it would be hard to stay, you know, the same person while he's, ha while he's having his first kid on the way, while he's having a baby on the way. Um, it, it, it just really would be, I, uh, I think personally, sorry, I'm messing with my levelers right now. I think personally, Patrick Mahomes and Brittany, they're going to have this baby. I think they're having the baby any day now, maybe today while I'm talking. But that is just like so much stress now off of his shoulders. His wife made it through the pregnancy. Happy and healthy baby. 
kind of coming back for vengeance. We've got to avenge the last year's loss. And we're going to have to cut some ties with some guys that maybe helped us win the first one. This was Andy Reid on improving the defense. Obviously, you want to be tough. You want to make plays. Competition becomes one of the number one things. As many red and <laughs> as many red or white shirts, depending if we're home or away, around the football becomes very important. Talking about hats to the ball. You got to have everybody's head on the football, you know. And if they're not, if they're playing a position where they where they're supposed to be turned away a little bit. You've got to have the guys on the field to make the calls to let those guys know. Kind of went wrong in year two under the Tyran Matthews safety system. This is what Reed said about this is what Andy Reed said about Tyran before the 2019 season in which they won the Super Bowl. For those of you who just heard that, I am talking not about last week in 2021. I'm talking about 2020, the year that the Chiefs won the Super Bowl for the 2019 season. Now, I love his competitiveness. This is all stuff we all know, but his instincts are incredible. They were incredible in college at LSU, and they've become incredible in the National Football League. We're seeing it out. Here, the same thing, St. Joe, a training camp. The unique thing about him is that he can play inside in the box area and feel just as comfortable back on the back end, and he's talking about being the three-high guy. So the championship culture, once all of these guys that were so thirsty for championships like Frank Clark, like Tyron Matthew, got a taste of it. Steve Spagnola got his second dip in it. You know, the championship sauce, 2019-2020, starting to be too hot, too bitter. There ain't no such thing as too hot. There is such thing as too bitter. That's my statement on that. Because I'm just feeling bitter about it, you know? I'm not going to say the referees were the reason we lost the game a week and a half back or two weeks back, however long it's been now. It's off season. It's grind mode. It's what we're going to do. Excuse me. While I sip on my monster. We waited so long. Everybody in this city. Who's worn. The red and the white. And the gold. And those alternate black uniforms. We can all agree that we waited so long. Why do we have our why do we need to have our panties in a bunch over it? The only thing we need to do 
is continue to repel the trolls. <sighs> I will move on to a breakdown of a position group that has to improve. These are no longer words of the coach or the player that I'm talking about. These are words of public domain, I guess. I don't know. They're not. This, this, this is words of the University of Missouri's own Stephen St. John talking about tight end play. I'll let you know what I thought about the tight end play. Abysmal. You have one good tight end, but you always need a second one. You need your, you need your blocking tight end. You've got to have two of them. And if you want to, you know, I like Anthony Sherman. But if it's because if it's coming down to we don't use him enough, then lose him. Add another tight end. You're a throwing football team. You are a throwing football team, Kansas City. A passing team. I don't know why I said throw. Oh, because the best thrower of the football is the Kansas City Chiefs quarterback. Now, if Bills fans want to debate me, go ahead, because that's a fun debate right there. Who can throw it better? One of them has an MVP. One of them does not. Offensive line has got to improve your aging at tackle, and that created problems. We look to our great friends in the Green Bay Packers organization, David Bakatiari, Ryan Balaga, you know, aging offensive linemen that are still good, that you still want on your team, might not always be worth keeping around. They're expensive, and chances are you're going to have to find somebody either the season the next season, or the season after that. On the defensive line, you've overspent for Frank Clark. It's time. It's time we move on. No disrespect to Frank the Tank, Frank the Shark. It's just, where was he? Was he taking on doubles? I don't know. I haven't broke down the film enough. Special teams. Tommy Townsend. I don't hate on the kid, but I know somebody who can punt footballs better than him that maybe wasn't given a fair shake. Could have saved the Chiefs a million dollars. It's a million extra to pay a rookie to get him to come to camp on time. Or it's a million extra. That could be the difference in a player coming here or going somewhere else. But wait, there's more. The next chapter of the Kansas City Chiefs book after, at last, 
Finally, The Champions. That's a real book, special commemorative book. You can find it locally. I'm sure you can find it on Amazon, too. Written by Matt Derrick and Kevin Harlan. Matt Derrick, check him out on Twitter. Got fire Chiefs content. Kevin Harlan. Everybody knows Kevin Harlan. Up and down. A diaper date. Uh, that's the wrong guy. All right. But same broadcast booth, okay? It's just so sleek, so nice to look at this and remind myself that the Chiefs did it. They did it. They made it. Pat being Pat. Nothing changed. Pat Mahomes is still the same Pat Mahomes. So haters talk all the shit you want. Travis Kelsey, he's getting up there in age. But shit, we've seen some tight ends last in this league for a long, long time. Specifically in this AFC West division, even. You've got Shannon Sharp and Dave Casper, Kellen Winslow, and now Travis Kelsey and Tony Gonzalez. And he'll be here. Don't you worry. He will be here. We don't really have any worries about losing anybody just quite yet. Yeah, there's positions we need to replace. But I see people say shit verbatim what they hear on the radio. And those radio heads in those places are just trying to drive you to dislike the Kansas City Chiefs. Specifically in the northeast of this country. I think the west coast and the south, they believe they buy in to what Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs are. But bitter east coast Brady fans or even probably California Brady fans too. But in the midwest, they're envious. Teams like the Lions. The Bears, even the Green Bay Packers are envious of Patrick Mahomes. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be, but I would be. Because the young buck came in there and he did it in just his second year as a starter. His third year as a pro, won the championship. And in his fourth season, he went back, but his team lost. And it wasn't the smoothest run-up to the Super Bowl for this Chiefs. There was plenty of distractions, and thank God, praise God, that a tragic accident wasn't worse than what it could have been. I also want to say that the Kansas City Chiefs are in no danger of losing their grips on this division. We've won it how many years in a row? It's hard to find a reason why the Chiefs won't win it next year. Is it because John Gruden and the Raiders? 
Alright, good luck. Maybe. They beat us once this year. But that's not enough. Is it going to be Drew Locke and the Denver Broncos? The hometown kid who's playing for the rival? I doubt it. I sincerely doubt it. Or is it going to be the Los Angeles Chargers? Is Jake Herbert in his second year, is he going to step up and take the San Diego Los Angeles Chargers to the next level? Yet to be seen, yet to be told. Defensively, I'll have to go in and I'll have to look at uh, I'll have to look at the draft board. See where my head's at. I'll come back to the microphone and let you guys know where I think the Chiefs should go in the draft. But I'm saying right now, the interior guys on the offensive line. They look to take a step forward. The Canadian doctor, Lorraine Duvernay-Tardif, is coming back next year. That could be a major help. It really could be a major help to this team. I think that's all I had, really, to set the stage about the Super Bowl. What made me mad. All of that stuff. We've got a couple things left. Uh... If you're listening to this, I want you to check out somebody on YouTube. Check out Jody Craft. Type in Jody Craft Morning Sunrise, and you will find some music. There's a whole hour-long mixtape. Please check that out for me. It's up to you, though. Um, I'm not going to dislike you if you don't. But uh, it's it's pretty good, pretty calm rap music that's still got a pretty fast pace. If you're on Spotify, you can check them out on there as well. Just type in Jody Craft Blue Pill. That's the name of an album. You'll find all of his music that way. And he, last Sunday, a uh, week from this past Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday, he went and did a show... Um, and I had not heard of, but I, I didn't really realize how popular it was, uh, the Fredo show. I had some things happen, so coming home, coming getting getting back home, and seeing that was awesome. It, it was relief. We had, you know... An exciting opening to the main event of this past UFC, this past Saturday, in the main event. But, uh, man, Gilbert Burns, he got caught, and he got caught hard. Like, it was honestly... It was pretty hard to predict that fight for me. And when Burns came out, 
and he was throwing dangerous strikes at Usman. I thought, you know, Kamaru might might not have it here, but he just ate him and kept going, and Kamaru Usman came away the victor. Now he's put himself in that GOAT conversation. I'm not there yet. He's top three, four, five, somewhere around there for me. Thank you, Hayden. I don't know how to pronounce your last name, Hayden, but that's what you said, and I uh, saw it on on there on the Twitter and uh, on the Twitter, and it looked uh, looked like something I would say on my podcast. So I just went ahead, grabbed your words, used them. Uh, what else? What else do we got? While I'm stalling out, if you missed the intro, you skipped past the intro. We're looking for a co-host for a temporary, temporary co-host. You will be paid anywhere from minimum wage in the state of Missouri to $10 an hour while recording or broadcasting. You'll get paid more, uh, if you come up with the show ideas and everything else, but... Listen, I am not in the mood for paperwork, not in the mood for those sorts of discussions yet. I've just received three applications. One of them, I actually think I know who it is. The other one that I'm leaning towards actually is a basketball coach and uh, school teacher, uh, tutor, and kind of a mentor type of guy who uh, looks like he, uh, yeah. Not gonna, not gonna say anything else. Just a little background of, of maybe, if that's your route, uh, if that's your path in life, and this pandemic's kind of made it hard for you to teach or do things the way that you used to do that made you happy with how you were teaching people. Maybe this podcast is for you to apply for, and you can do that at Talk More Sports on Facebook, Facebook group at Talk More Sports. Um, I'm just scrolling back and forth on my phone and I don't actually have anything pulled up right now. Devin White said it was the Chiefs' own fault for not helping their tackles. Well, I'll say this. Devin White is one hell of a linebacker. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they got a steal with where they picked him. And, uh, yeah, Devin White, he's a savage. Yeah, so, I think that's basically all I wanted to cover for the bases. Um, Moving forward. There's going to be more and more content coming out of the Roundtable Studios. We've got, like I said, the artist Jody Craft. I'm working on some artwork with him, for him, for his music. I've been writing myself, just trying to clear things uh out of my mind, keep them 
on the vision board but get them out of my sight while I am just debriefing what was maybe the most tumultuous year since I have been alive. I dealt with... Everybody dealt with the coronavirus. It's pretty much everyone has now had it affect them directly or indirectly. It has done a great deal on a lot of people's mental health. And if you need anybody to talk to, you can hit me in the Twitter DMs at TalkMoreSports. That's how you find me. If you're more serious about wanting to try to advance sports and sports culture in a way that we can solve some of the world's problems through sports, go ahead, hop on Facebook, type in Roundtable Sports, space, at sign, talk more sports. Thank you guys for listening. I just had to get that off my chest. We'll call this one Chiefs Therapy. Thank you. Thank you very much.